That means it is time for another episode of Hardcore Honeys Presents Hashtag NBA Twitter. Thank you for tuning in. If you're watching the replay later on, thank you for taking the time. Uh, we're about to have some fun, so we hope you enjoy it as much as we do. As Taylor, always. it's been another week. It's it's going. It's, it's crazy, but I'm ready to have some fun. All right, I'm let's do it. Let's jump right in. Yes. So our first tweet comes from uh, at NBA One Hoops. They say Steph Curry has played 11 years in the NBA. He has shot the ball at least 40% from three in every season, except for the 2019-20 season. That's just insane to think about, to be honest. Mind blown. So that was kind of the whole, like, I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody specifically break down his three-point shooting percentage in that way before so that's kind of why i included it and i wanted to see what you thought well i mean it's still not as bad as james harden where his like the past few years was like <laughs> over 50 percent of the time and i'm like man you're so predictable right but with this steph thing i mean this is a guy that facebook made a documentary about the guy who ruined the league because of his three-point shooting. Of course, he's going to be shooting 40% of his shots. When you can run up the court, when clock is going down, throw up a half-court shot with ease and walk yeah. away from it like he did to the Thunder a couple of years back. I watched that game. I called that shot right when it went down. I was at my buddy's place. Yeah. I was walking around like I was Gilbert Arenas that hit the th three-point shot walking around. <laughs> Not even looking. I was like, yep. I just, he got the ball and they're like, he's not calling a timeout. And I'm like, this is game right here. And yeah. he puts it up and then I hear the mic breed. Bang! And I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's, see, that's crazy that somebody can do something like that. And we can have that level of confidence that there's a good, there's a good chance that shot is going down. Like that shouldn't be possible, really. I've never had whenever, my entire time ever playing basketball. Only once in my entire life I've ever been able to like put up a shot and like call it at the end of a game. <laughs> Only once. And it was a real desperation shot. I was trying to show off for some people, which I'm like, Taylor, come on, let's be real. You're not showing off to anyone. At that moment I did. But every other time I've been like, buckets, like I can't even do it at work. Like piece of garbage thrown in a garbage can. I'll do it all the time at work. I'll be like, Kobe. And it just flat. No. And and all my co all my coworkers know it, and they're just like, they're like you're a disgrace for the NBA. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, which even makes it like just even more crazy that Steph can do something like that and just like you said, walk away. Like he knows it's going down. He and that's can it. do that kind of shot with like any kind of thing. He can be doing it with like a bag of socks, throwing it at a Home Depot bucket a hundred yards away. And he's still going to make it. And he's not even going to bat an eye at it. No. No. Like, it, he just assumes it's going down. He just, he can put random things together, like a pocket full of squirrels. And then he'll throw it in upon it. And I go, <laughs> these are the first two things that came to my mind right, right. there. So, show me the next tweet. I was going to say, like, pocket full of squirrels. I was going to say, I think it's time to move on. Yeah, let's so get this next one. Our next tweet comes from Bronson Stevens 1. He goes, this is an hashtag unpopular opinion, but truths usually are. 
Michael Jordan's greatness is amplified by his economic impact on the game. Agree. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. I thought you might. So of course. I'm gonna go ahead and vote yes and let's see what the what this poll is looking like so far. Yeah. It I mean needs a few more votes, but yeah, but still, nonetheless, it's as much as I love David Stern, he was like the definition of capitalist for the NBA. And Michael Jordan was that little piggy that was gonna fill up that bank. <laughs> And so that's why there was the no push for like, especially with him with the Olympics. This is the first time NBA players are going international to this wonderful area of Barcelona. We're getting Michael mm-hmm. Jordan here, who is at the height of his career. Yeah. Like, no, it's he was if Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, I think have had even more of an impact on the game because they brought the league back when it was going under. If it wasn't for right. those two, league would be gone. League wouldn't be. Yeah, there wouldn't have been anything. The league wouldn't have the done. reputation it has now. Yeah. Or, so what do was... you think? What do you think? Um, so if, if we take that tweet a little bit further, and if we agree that his legacy is heightened because of his financial impact, what is his legacy minus that piece? If he still has all the championships and still did all the stuff on the court he did. I mean, he will... He will still go down as one of the greats. Yeah. But you take that logo away from him. He's still great, but you don't have anything to associate with him. He's just like every other great player that doesn't have anything. You can't associate anything with it. So, so you go take back it, to what you said earlier, like more like Kareem. Yes, like I was saying off the air. Amazing things. He's going to end up like Kareem where – Six-time MVP, six titles, most points all time, never gets mentioned for greatest of all time talk. Michael Jordan still does amazing things and stuff, but he gets the league into a multi-billion dollar industry and make it international. I see why, I mean, if we're talking with GOAT standards, we're including what it did to the world. I mean, I guess, yes, Michael Jordan did that. But at the same time, that was David Stern somewhat forcing Michael Jordan to be like, no, you're coming. You're coming. We will fit to whatever you want because you are our draw they're gonna win the olympics no matter what no matter what with nba players but they wanted jordan for sure for the extra money you could yeah pretty much any nba player we we agree with bronson on that one so we're gonna move on to our next one i thought we would do a fun one with little video do it and there's not much more fun than posterizers so Oh, is this the? Oh, this is a classic one. I remember watching that. I, I honestly thought this Indiana team was going to be the team that took down my own. Oh, it's so grimy. <laughs> and like I was a huge Birdman fan, but when I saw that, I was like, "You are down." Go to the bench. Bring out Chris. Bring out Bobby. (laughs) I thought for sure that that Indiana team was going to win. Yeah. Because that was the – because I saw on Facebook it was, remember this day, I think it was for yesterday or today or whatever, and it was the Lance Stevenson blowing into LeBron James's ear when they're, like, sitting waiting down. So – 
I thought that would that in, Indiana gets great teams that just show up at the wrong time. Reggie Miller's team, Paul George's right. team, just showing up at the wrong time. So that yeah, is not a great time to get all the way there. No, that is one of my favorite. That was probably the play that got me into Paul George. That was probably yeah. the first play. I mean, like, to, if you weren't already on board with him and you see that, it's hard to not be like, okay. Like I, I was a fan of him, but when I saw him in those playoffs, I was like, oh, this is – I thought he was just another good player on a team, but I was like, oh, no, 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 no. He's going to be great. This is yeah. the beginning of something. Like every year there's that one player – one or two players that do great in the playoffs and either they build tremendously off of it or else you have players like Bismack Biombo where they don't do anything after and just sign a big pop contract in Charlotte. Yeah. He had a great uh, playoff for you guys. For I know. One for one I know. year. But we couldn't pay him what he wanted. And oh, well, yeah, I would I mean, looking at that hindsight, that was an amazing decision. Yeah. Cause it's because I'm side rolls, man. Was that okay? On that well, note, we're gonna go to your favorite commentator, analyst, person, Kendrick Perkins. We can call him a person. Perkins says Curry and Harden are both great capital G great players and future Hall of Famers, but James Harden is the better all-around player, period, with four exclamation marks. He so I have some, I have have some feels about this particular take. Um, <laughs> I can see that you are also having some feels. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll go first while you yeah, collect you go, yourself. You yes. So usually I'm a fan of Perk because he is one of the few high profile U.S. Uh, NBA analysts who oh. have who have a fair shake on the Raptors. He's one of the only people that consistently gives them a shot or says, you know, they're not going to get obliterated just because they're the Raptors kind of thing. So I kind of, I can't not have a bit of a soft spot for him. If he this didn't say that, how would you feel? What's that? If he didn't say that stuff about your Raptors, how would you feel? I mean, I, I take all of those guys on the things they say individually because they all say ridiculous things sometimes too. And this for me is one of a pretty ridiculous thing for Perk. Like, I don't know. I don't understand how you can say James Harden is a better overall player than Steph Curry. I, I, I just, you know, like I know that Harden is a bit better on defense, even than you think just to look at him. When you look at his stats, he's better than he seems to be because you're distracted by his offense, mm -hmm. right? He's a, he's a decent post defender. But you don't notice that because you're so aggravated watching him on the other side of the ball. But that's what I thought for me, anyways. Good post defender, but you try to make him move his feet on the perimeter where he usually is. Right, you're blown right by him. So that's the thing. If you get into the post situation, then yeah, you got to think. But Curry can stay in front of his defender on the perimeter at least for a little bit. Yeah, but uh, I but don't. I'm sorry. The James Harden has yet to show me he is a proven winner. Yeah. And if you're going to be talking about who's better, then you also got to be like, yeah, he can win in the regular season, but something always happens to him in the playoffs, yeah. it, either his team or something, but he can't get it done. He can't get it done. Steph yeah, Curry. I had, this, 
I had this insane debate on Twitter a, a few weeks back with this person who was legitimately trying to convince me that because of the things James Harden has almost done, we should be talking about him in the same conversation as Michael Jordan. No. And I was like, like, do you ever have a conversation where somebody is so positive about something crazy? You're like, am I nuts? Like, did I, am I living you're, in you're a different so confident You have to second guess yourself. You have to be like, well, yeah. it's like when people come into work and they tell me like, no, I do it this way. And I'll be like, oh, wait, no, I've been here for two years. No, you're wrong. I'm right. It's with that. <laughs> you're coming in like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, so you're money to Michael Jordan. You're like, well, when you no, no, no. Jordan's a if Steph Curry and Harden are still early in their careers, I might be willing to base it just on play mm -hmm. maybe but the fact that they've both been they're both veterans now yes and one of them has ultimate success and one of them doesn't yep and so for me you can't leave that out of the conversation and steph curry's always been the person in front of james harden too when it comes in in the playoffs if james, if james harden would have gone yep. above steph curry beating him once then i'd be like okay maybe there's another argument there but James Harden's never done yeah. that. Yeah, Chris Paul. He's was never done. Him. No, he's never gone past Steph Curry. That's why he can't be going with Jordan because Jordan didn't have those kind of situations. There wasn't the one yeah. player that he could. All never right, we're gonna get. Yep. Go on. <laughs> we're gonna move on to the next one. Before I do, I forgot to shout out our posterizer tweet contributor. Um, so that one came from backcourt at backcourt TV. Sorry, I didn't get you in there when we looked at your tweet, guys, but I don't want to leave you out. So Hashtag we got that taken care of. Our, we got the plug in. Our next tweet comes from Sports Center. I was just thinking about this. Chauncey looks. <laughs> so Sports Center says at one Mr. Big Shot, aka Chauncey Billups, is the only player in NBA history. With a winning record, including playoffs against Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James. This makes me so happy to hear. I thought it might. Just because <laughs> Chauncey Billups for me is one of top 15 favorite players. Just because he's a cool dude. He's had some great moments. Yep. And he's like the definition of professionalism. Like I wish yeah. he was in the front office not of just a team, but of like the whole league. Like I wish he was ahead of the players yeah. union or something like that. Just he's so he's got such a great mind and seeing a stat like that. Beautiful. beautiful. Right. It's one of those ones that you never take the time to break down, but when somebody does, it's like, Oh snap. And yeah. I think Chauncey is, is way underrated overall in terms oh, of is. credit that he gets. So like when I saw that, I was like, yeah, this is, this is a good one for us to, to talk about because like, I love Chauncey. Well, yeah. Well, we had our own chat about how Chauncey is the um, past generation's version of Kyle Lowry. Doesn't get enough credit, does everything yeah. the team needs, um, and just can get it done. Even if he's not performing the best, he still gets it done. That's with Chauncey and that's with Kyle Lowry. Yeah. They both have very similar pedigrees. Right. Winning. Yeah, it's that winning plays thing where it's not all going to be in the in the box score at the end of the game what they mm -hmm. contributed. It's it goes beyond 
what is measurable. And unless you are a fan of that team or the person specifically or the team that they're playing on, you miss a lot as like just a general NBA fan or a fan from a different market. You miss the things that they did that mm -hmm. make them more than the checks and balances of stats at the end of the game. Yeah, exactly. Because like I could see a stat line from Lowry or Billups and I could see maybe they had a bad night shooting. Like they were five for 16 or something, but three of those shots right. would come like the last three minutes of the game. And it was just during the second moment of, of the game. Exactly. And it's not even a second guessing of it. They just do it because they're, I honestly think they have the yeah. mentality of like, it doesn't go in. It doesn't go in. I've made this shot before. I've missed yeah. this shot before. Let's hope it's on this. I'm going to, and if you have that mentality of like, it's going to make it or miss it or whatever, I've got to deal with the outcome of it. I think that's kind of a, a mentality that they have with it, that you can just come back yeah, and just keep sure. on doing it. If that makes sense. It made sense in my head when you're explaining things. It on made the sense. No worries. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to our last contributed tweet. We've got one more of our own after. This one comes from above at Above the Rim 19. Rank these young point guards. So we've got John Morant, Trey Young, Colin Sexton, and Shai Gilgis Alexander. Okay. Where so do you rank them? Morant, Young. Mm -hmm. Shy, and I don't even know why Sexton is on this list. Okay, thank you for saying I that because that's what I was gonna know ask you. Why? <laughs> He's not that good. No, okay, He's done anything. anything. I looked at that. I'm like, okay, I have to ask Taylor about this because I looked at it and I went, maybe I'm not paying enough attention to Cleveland because they're terrible. But then Atlanta has a terrible record too, and Trey Young is still on my radar. So I was like, I wonder what Taylor's going to think. Because I felt no. the exact same way. I'm like, why is why is Colin Sexton on this list? I was He was a letdown last year. And then they had high hopes again for him this year. And until the season had stopped, wasn't doing that much. Like, I'm not saying he wasn't doing anything. Because I wasn't completely keeping an eye on Cleveland. But at the same time, like, yeah, the, the most I saw out of Cleveland this year was... Kevin Love showing disinterest with the front office, but then having to backpedal saying, I didn't say anything about my teammates. I was talking about right. the people above us. It's nothing about him. Yeah. And he had to backtrack everything, which I kind of felt bad. So I was like, well, he never said his teammates. He was talking, whatever. But no, take off Sexton. <laughs> I'm going to do Morant just because I think he's got so much more to his game than Trey Young does. The things that Trey Young does with his game, okay. though, are he does really everyone. well. Like his shooting, like he's years ahead of himself. He's up there with Steph Curry and stuff like that. But John yeah. Morant is more of a rounded player. He's a guy that I I can trust him taking the shot deep. But then also his athleticism is out yeah. of this world. It's stupid. Him not doing yeah. the dunk contest this year made me mad. Like, well, and because they screwed up, he said he's never going to do it now. So way to go, NBA. Well, no one wants to do the dunk contest anymore, which really frustrates me. No. As we, there are 
great dunkers in this league now because that's all the league is is athleticism. Yeah. And none they're of gonna have to fix it. it. I'm gonna send them my proposal for how to fix the dunk contest. So yeah, well we'll see yeah, what happens with that. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to, they have to do because you have even more athletic players than like Jordan would have been is a crazy athletic, but he would fit in yeah. with like Zach Levine, who is a great player, but just a great player. He fit in with pretty much everyone in the league. Back in the 90s and 80s, barely anyone was jumping like that. You had like Dominique, you had Clyde Drexler, you had like select few. But almost everyone in the league can do most of that stuff now. Like if you can't do some crazy dunks and you're not crazy athletic, like you're not going to last in the league. If you're not athletic, you're not going to Unlikely, laugh. yeah. Unless you're, more, maybe more, you're a center. Unless, yeah. you're a Unless you're like Jokic or something like that, where you have a talent yeah, exactly. that goes way above any necessary athleticism. Or just Okay, before we move on from this one, what do you what do you think about uh, Shai Gilgis-Alexander? I haven't seen him much. I've heard only good things about him. And what I have yeah. seen, I have I've been impressed with. But being stuck behind... Chris Paul and Dennis Dennis Schroeder, who is a solid backup point guard. Like mm-hmm. you can, you're gonna get lost in that a little bit. But what yeah. I have seen, and then hearing what people have been telling, what I've just been seeing on social media, like that's why I'm putting it because at least I can see on social media people talking about him. I don't see anyone talking about Colin Sexton, right? And I guess that's no knock on not him. so much, no. But it's. <laughs> Because, I mean, partially that's he's just in Cleveland. That market's not going to be really talked about. But still, like, I feel bad that he got thrown on this but, I mean, neither is I. Yeah, but it's Cleveland. Unless LeBron's on it, no one cares about Cleveland. That's it's true. It, I mean, that comes from a Timberwolves fan. It comes from a Timberwolves fan. We don't Garnett. Who, who gives a shit? It's one of those markets. It's not a. It's not fancy. It's not LA. It's not New York. It's not. No, not whatever. Not Miami. Never will. All right, we're gonna wrap up today by looking at the results of the poll that was inspired by last week's episode. Yes. That we did. So on HCH Bust last week, Taylor said his favorite matchup is LeBron and Kawhi. So I wondered who is next up. Who will be the next matchup that we just love to see? So we did Luca and Trey. That ended up with 30% of the votes. Uh, Jokic and Gobert, 5%. Tatum and Ingram, 40%. And others, please comment at 25%. So I thought we would talk about some of the others because we did talk a bit about the ones we picked. Um, So let's talk about what our our fans and followers thought. Uh, At Kai P Sports... Uh, likes Embiid versus Danny Thice. Said it's very entertaining. <laughs> oh, I saw that and it gave me a chuckle then and it gave me a chuckle now. <laughs> We've got at top shelf Gibby with Giannis versus KD. Yeah. That'd be a good um, one. Raptors Girl 99. Pascal Siakam after these developed another season against Kawhi and Giannis. Which I also enjoy, but I also said I refuse to think of Pascal against Giannis because Giannis is going to be his teammate. Fingers crossed. Are, are you one of those people that thinks that 
Giannis is going to be on his team just because he's going into free agency? I don't. I. I. I, I, I'm, I, I, not, I, I I'm definitely I, I, not drinking the Kool Aid. Okay, you're not drinking the Kool Aid. Amazing if it happened. You're, you're at the mixer, but those you haven't had the Kool Aid yet. Got it. Yeah, like that's how be honest. Like you can't, I can't not consider the fact that they would be unstoppable. Oh well, the two of them with the supporting cast Raptors have. But do I? Do I think it's really? uh, Do I think it's likely to happen? I don't really. How could they? How could you make that work salary wise? Someone on that's the thing. Someone in especially we have to to refer. Right, would, and we have to re-sign Freddie. Yes, because Kyle's not going to be around forever, and Freddie is Kyle 2.0. Like he's just going to be able to pick right up where where Kyle mm-hmm. left off. Exactly. And he he needs to get paid. Um, Deserve Gasol and Ibaka. Gasol and Ibaka's uh, contracts will both be expiring as well. We've got to keep one of them. I don't think we'll keep them both, but we got to keep one of them. Well, Gasol's contract's probably not so, gonna be that big. I think Gasol's, I, could no see, I could see him doing a little bit smaller. Ibaka, well, I'd be a little hesitant with. I think, um, why would you be hesitant with Ibaka? Just because He's he had playing. a real great bounce back season, past two seasons with Toronto, and he maybe want to get paid again because he showed that he can still get it done. He has modified his game mm-hmm. since Oklahoma City. So, like, I mean, I could see any big market team just, like, the Clippers throwing some extra cash at him because they need post so they can get it. Lakers yeah, so they true. can have another person. I could see them throwing money at him. Like the Knicks are going to be throwing money at him. They're, yeah, that's that's my thing. It's just because if I had to, if I if I were if I were the Raptors fan, I would choose having the good team instead of having the great Giannis coming in. Because if you bring in Giannis, there's about three players that are going to have to go just to make cap work. Yeah, it's true. And that Toronto team is one of the most balanced teams in the league, and you can't beat balance. The other thing that is is um, as a Toronto fan, moves don't happen with Toronto that people talk about in advance. Like it's done before we ever hear anything about it. They mm-hmm. keep their front office really under wraps. Like there was no inkling Demar was going and Kawhi was coming. It was signed by the time we heard anything about it. It was done. So, like, just the idea that there's so much hype around the idea that Giannis might come to Toronto makes me go, I don't think it's going to happen. Like, I just, I don't, I don't see it. See, I think it would be amazing, but I don't think it's likely. Your front office is so hidden. And then, like, the Timberwolves, like, Rosa's, he'll, like, hint at a bunch of things that he might be doing. Yeah. But he could be doing absolutely nothing. But he'll hint, like, <laughs> and I was like, that's almost that's almost as cryptic of not saying anything. It is mis- complete misdirection. Because he's just like, we're always listening to stuff. And I'm like, well, what's that mean? <laughs> that's not enough information. We're always li- yes, we are listening to stuff. That's how the human ear works. What do you mean with that, Rosas? <laughs> we're just keeping our ears and eyes open for things. Yeah. And what did those ears hear? What did those eyes see? <laughs> All right, on that note, we got to wrap it up for this week. <laughs> it has been a blast once again. Everybody, make sure you check out the Hardcore Honeys podcast. Now dropping on a new day. It will be Wednesday afternoons instead of Tuesday. So make sure you check that out. 
Uh, this coming week, we are going to be talking about the proposed playoff bracket and resumption of play for the NBA. Lots to uh, dissect there. Yeah. I definitely have some strong opinions about that. So you're going to have to tune into the podcast this week to hear about that or next week. I should say. Uh, thank you for watching. Send us your tweets. You can tag us. You can DM us. You can use hashtag HCHBust. And we are happy to feature your tweets on the show. That's how the tweet from Bronson got in this week. So make sure you do that. And we will see you guys next week. Yes, yes. See you guys. <laughs>